0: i Spaces Hello and welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, September 8th, 2022. Today on the Ether, part two of the two-part c space, how to run a cult. Let's take a listen.
1: You know, I have had a moment that felt so perfect. I remember it forever. Would you guys like to hear it? Yes. Of course. Please. Yeah, go ahead. It was when they removed Wabi from the speakers.
2: Damn, that's fucked was up. When you just are
1: Damn, you y- y'all are some... You're really haters in here. But that's okay. We need Addie, to learn from our... Addie, what would you right? do with your life if you were a man?
3: Wow, that's a good Told question.
4: under pressure.
1: Just play with dick <laughs> for a while, I
4: assume. No,
3: that's funny. I probably, you know, I think men have a lot of responsibilities that I would not be able to handle because I don't think that I'm built to handle them. So I actually agree with you. Um, if you were thinking I, respect I was going to get upset that. about that, I completely agree. But if I were a man, I don't know. I mean, I'd probably like being honest, like probably want to like have sex with somebody because I want to see how it feels. But also largely because I want to have sex with somebody to see like, how does this feel? And like, what can I do once I'm like a woman again to like improve? I think it's just, I don't know, really like- Heck yeah. I have a lot of questions there. No, um, same. I'd love then, like,
5: like I'd, I'd love a pussy for like a few days just yeah, to, like, to like mess around like, it
3: like Yeah, I think it would be good like if everyone were able if we were able to somehow like do that. Yeah, because I've always wondered. I also heard once I don't know why I haven't like posed this question before because I like read it once and I'm so curious about it. I was asking like every guy that I knew that every pussy feels different like. Um, like the shape of it and like things like that. Is that true? Like, I mean, I would imagine there's some degree of difference, but is is it something that's like um like uh noticeable enough?
2: Some
4: are looser and some are tighter. Mm, but like there's more than that. that.
3: Like, like as,
5: other as things, like, probably like, had I probably like I probably speak here and having more pussies than all of you combined. I would say there's sometimes weird stuff. Like I slept with this girl from Nepal once. And she had like a weird pussy in that like the angle of, of insertion was like completely different. It was like,
3: like, I don't know if you've ever seen these coach, you'd probably actually be interested. There's like, I saw these, um, a series of like, I don't know if it was x-rays or or what specifically it was, but it showed like the, um, internal structure of like the vagina and then like the uterus and et cetera, et cetera. And it was actually interesting because you could see there was like a, very physical difference in angle and in like shape yeah, yeah. of the like it was it was so cool and I thought and then like, I was like, like wow I would love and, to like yeah insert, get not, not like just, an x-ray of mine to like see what it looks like for
5: sure like, I, but, different shapes different sizes um uh different angle of, of insertion for sure like like mm-hmm. almost like a 45 degree range where I've like gone from behind or something and I couldn't do it because the angle was so fucking weird uh, it was like very strange, especially with this like Asian girl. It was like incredibly strange. It made me think that like maybe she'd had like a reconstructed vagina or something. I don't know,
6: Steffi. You know more about this, but like well, I would say, Addie, you don't want to take a picture uh, uh, of your own, and because like you're already thinking about it, you're going to become like uh like like you're gonna have this like um like neurotic neurotic self-consciousness right. about it yeah I,
3: I i yeah there's totally certain things agree. you don't need to know
6: and that's one of the things you, you just you just don't want to know that probably.
3: yeah that would absolutely be one of those things that i was like i'm like neurotic enough like we don't yeah. need to be like neurotic about that too I i'll think.
5: tell you where there's also a tremendous variation it's in the outer appearance like some girls have very neat kind of tucked in iny vaginas other ones have more like hanging out ones um, and some have like really weird, like asymmetric vaginas. I slept with a girl once who had, like, I got her naked and stuff and the lights were on and, and one of her like labial lips hung down like two inches. And the other one was like really neat and barely. <gasps> just...
7: Dude, God, that is gnarly, dude. I like... Adonis, M-O-M, um... dude. I'm going to start a space, man. I'm getting out of here. I'm never coming in here again. <laughs> See, Adonis, i like... I've, I've
6: had weird. enough of this chick, dude. Goodbye, every, Bobby. every time we talk about women, uh, Bobby, weird. you realize you short circuit you're going to be sorry
3: that yeah anyway um you know <sighs> how they like there's That's this cool. joke about like um like i i thought for a long time i i didn't realize it was based in reality maybe i just like hadn't seen many like i don't know like maybe like all of the vaginas i had seen look, looked similar but the joke about like um roast beef or whatever i thought that was like i didn't get it because I, I thought it was like fake I I, like I I didn't understand what it meant and then um uh, I'll
6: confirm that's not fake
3: yeah I was like confused about that because I was like what does that mean and then I like saw um someone's for the first time like I I I don't know I think it was like a picture or something but um and I was like oh that's real not Mm -hmm. like saying one is better than the other but I was like so shocked at the like level of variation from like like my own or like others that i had seen before it was like oh, crazy you
7: guys are throwing me back to like the blue waffle
4: days when that was like a term people threw around daring people to google i feel like i'm in the past <laughs> roast beef vaginas hmm. the thing is
5: with this girl when i slept with this girl with one of the she had like a really i just described it like a one of her like outer or lips, I guess you call it, was hanging down like two inches, almost like a kind of uh, a strange like excess of skin. I couldn't understand it because like I, I'd like started fingering her and then I felt like one side of the vagina and it was just like normal. And then I felt the other side and there was this long like hangy thing, almost like a kind of a weird like extended ear or something like a piece of cartilage. And I like started like, um, rolling it around in my hands a bit <laughs> like what is this and she kind of looked at me like hey, what are you doing like you know what i mean like almost uncomfortable like self-conscious and then i stopped and like reinserted my fingers into her pussy and stuff and like ignored it but like as soon as i like rolled it around in my hand i was like th- the whole like sex act was me being really fucking curious about what the fuck i had found so i was trying to like take a look and stuff i was moving her in positions and like having sex with her like putting her like left leg above my, my shoulder and stuff just so I could look down and like see the hangy thing. <laughs>
7: <You know?
3: laughs>
5: but I wonder like, why didn't she fucking laser it off? Cause she was like, twenty two. Well, the
3: they have like things down. And, and this is another thing where like, I think it was just like, this like whole new world of things I never knew before. I saw some, some like girl that I had, or woman, I guess that I had followed, I don't know, on some, social media platform that was sort of like an influencer and she was talking about how she had um I don't even know what it's specifically it's called like a labiaplasty or something like that but it's like plastic surgery to like make like you look just more like sort of I don't know like I don't want to say normal but like like t- like neater you know more tucked in I guess like yeah, Whatever. Yeah. and I was like wow that is so crazy one because like I like I feel like I have some some my own like qualms about plastic surgery but also like that's such a crazy like thing but also if I I feel like maybe if I were in that position like maybe I'd feel similar if I felt like I you know mm. I don't know it's like I'm maybe it's something you know one of those things where like you don't know that you're um like happy you have something or grateful for something until like other people talk about how they how upset they are like
1: yeah um, like, like
3: I feel that way about like my nose clear, like, clearly like I there wouldn't know. be
6: a market for that sort of thing if like there weren't people that really cared about yeah it, right? like, and there's a there's Seemed, like, like, feel weird better. what's even more interesting is like just imagine like the doctors or whatever, right? Like they're like, Hmm. Uh, you know, we need to develop this technology to do this to like women's labias. I mean, to figure yeah. out how like, to make it pretty. And like, like there's like an entire uh, like science to this shit, right? That's even, that's even more weird to me, but yeah. yeah. It's so oh, Pantera it's has so his hand up strange. for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Pantera. Like it's like fifth grade or whatever. Hey Pantera, like, <laughs> yeah, this isn't YouTube. You can say whatever you want. I,
1: I just, I have a request, and and maybe you guys could just entertain me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about vaginas, yep. And I've not encountered one before, and I figured maybe oh. either Addy who who has one, or Coach, who I'm sure has dealt with quite a few, or even Seffi, who I imagine you know some woman in a waiting room by default <laughs> has to eventually you know walk through the threshold and, and encounter his cold hands uh, with procedures. Uh, could could you maybe just, just like describe it to me, but maybe let's just use like the five senses. So like one word per for each, like what's, what's the feel, what's the taste, the smell, what does it look like? And then, and, and just use one word, please, because otherwise I'll be overwhelmed. Well, I'll start with uh, an odor, uh pineapple.
3: That's a good one, Safi.
5: Can everyone do a little test me, the, the four speakers? Can you go to King Wabby's profile? and uh see if he's unfollowed
6: you he unfollowed me <laughs> now the crazy thing is all the guys in here are like wait um wait like my woman doesn't smell like pineapple what's going on <laughs> did, he, did he unfollow you
5: too sefi can you have a look i want to see if i've been targeted alone or if uh i i installed a thing today which tells me when people unfollow it said king Wavy unfollowed you
6: <laughs> <Now>.
2: <laughs> wait are you actually being for real coach
6: yeah Wabi will Wubby kind of, like, come and go and follow and unfollow. I don't it's know why he does that.
5: He's he's done it like five times, blocked and unblocked and followed and unfollowed, like with me and stuff. The last time, like I was a bit like fierce with him is because he entered like big spaces with about five hundred a thousand people in them, uh two months ago and he said like Qcoin is insolvent, it's shutting down in a week. So loads of people closed their positions, like futures positions and stuff. Um I like I like okay.
2: No, I seeing that?
5: He he, like did you? uh, I'm sure like other people up here can tell you he was fucking preaching in these big, telling people that Qcoin is insolvent, getting them all to close their positions and move their money. I moved like 100k because of what he said. It was like a spot position, but yeah, like other people close big positions. And then like uh, then like a few days later, um,
2: yo coach, not to interrupt you. Um, is it? Can you guys hear like the background noise around at? I'm outside. Is it loud for you guys at all?
5: It's fine. But then, like, a few days later, I said to Wabi, like, you haven't, like, provided any direct sources. So, like, this is fear-mongering. I'm doing it because I'm cautious. But, like, a lot of people have have closed their positions on the basis of your advice, like, taking it to be fact. Because you claimed it was a fact. And then, like, what happens now? Like, two months have passed. Qcoin's fine. Like, he, he just fucking, like, forgets he's ever said it. <laughs> even though he wrecked, like, a few hundred K of people's money. So, I was I was, like, I, like, confronted him about that. Like, like. Uh, I don't know. A couple months ago, I was like, you know, you were fearmongering, and then he was like, he got mad that I called him fearmongering, and like blocked me and shit. And right. then like, and obviously, like nothing happens to KubeCoin and like Wabby has amnesia about anything he gets wrong.
2: What's kind of fucked is where I live. I live in Ottawa. It's uh, KuCoin isn't even like a thing I can use. I'm not allowed to use KuCoin. The uh, the Ontario security commissions basically banned in Ontario. Because they uh, didn't have a securities license.
8: Yeah, but
6: like nobody cares about that.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, you, you I can't even access move. the site? I, I haven't tried personally, but I, I don't know. Well, be
1: careful. Don't even think about the site.
5: Yeah. Anyway, I was just pointing to the fact that the wamby goes through these cycles. Has he, has he uh, unfollowed you, Seth, or is it just me for the vagina comments?
6: I think he unfollowed me uh, quite some time ago. I'm not sure why, but... Anyway, whatever.
3: Well, he was being super aggressive today. Also, the reason that I removed him and Adonis is because, based on what they were saying, I thought that they were about to, like, dox me, like, for real. Like, my last name and, like, where I live, like, actually and stuff. Just Do you, know, what you doing, know these, know you they know have. these so, people in real life? <laughs> what made you think that? Like, was No, it- just based on, like, just I something that Wabi said. And Adonis lives in New York. So that's why I removed them, because I didn't want um them to say anything, and that's why I kept removing them. But just so you guys know, I wasn't doing it to like be a bitch. I like actually thought that they were going to say something like compromising or something.
2: Yeah. No. Um, sorry to interrupt. Um, my phone's about to die. Um, Addie, I just wanted to ask you a question. This is kind of off topic. Have you ever been to Round Two, New York?
3: Round Two is that like a a club? Like what is that?
2: It's a, it's a clothing store. It's like one of the biggest streetwear stores in the world like vintage and everything no
3: i'm not really like a i don't i don't personally wear a lot of streetwear, so no Mm. i haven't been there
2: okay
5: great fucking question dude yeah we all learned a lot and it furthered the conversation
3: sorry that i i don't know if you were looking for a yes but i've like walked by kith in soho but um i don't know maybe i'll go there
2: hmm okay
5: a moment that felt perfect. I was thinking about my like favorite sensations. One sensation I like is is you know when um have you ever gone like swimming in a really fucking cold sea, and you've like dived off a cliff or something? <clears throat> I like the sensation when you when you dive off like a cliff or a ledge, and like the first the very first second when you dive in, it's like your entire skin like the 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 shock of the cold is so cold that it just like eradicates or like uh, kind of spreads that that sensation of numbness throughout your body for that split second and you feel nothing at all for that like that like first few seconds of entering the water I like that like feeling of um I don't know what I'd call it like a feeling of kind of like extinguishment or no sensations at all where it feels like you're like really boundless because the the sensation of the coldness of the water is just like one unified thing that that pierces your entire skin and it kind of just like evaporates any sense of any other sensation and any thoughts and any like perceptions in the body at all. Um, it's like, yeah, I think that's quite an interesting thing. It's like, it's like for, for a split second, you're just nothing at all.
6: Actually that, uh, you're like swimming, uh, like, (laughs) uh, story kind of like made me think of something too. It's like, uh, back when uh, I was a kid. So like there's, uh, so like, there this used to be this like YMCA um like kind of health club sort of thing and there's like this big kind of public pool sort of thing there and um they used to do like you know swimming lessons and uh, you could go to different levels and uh like you know uh higher higher levels of swimming lessons or whatever and uh so like i got to the point where i guess like it's it's kind of a olympic it's a half olympic pool and i think uh like to get the whatever the shark like graduate from the shark, uh like which is the highest level or whatever. You had to be able to swim like I don't know, it's like a hundred laps in that thing. It was, it was a lot. Uh it's like, you know, it's like feel like it's like an English channel sort of thing. Uh you just have to really keep just keep on going. So like it's weird like how like I I don't think I've ever done that again, which is uh kind of uh, like a moment where you like, you finish that and you're like, oh shit, I'm done. And then like, (laughs) like you finish this lesson and everything, but then it's like, not, it's not like, okay, I went into like a career of swimming or, you know, it became a, you know, some sort of like, it's, it's not related to any kind of professional thing or whatever. So you never do it again, which is weird. Um, and then we'd have like, uh, after that, it was like the, their little class or, uh, like the high dive board was called like, uh, flying fish or something. And, um, you know, you do all these high dives off the big board, you know, like, I don't remember how high that thing is. And, um, you know, backflips and front flips and all those little funny little twirls and shit. And, uh, again, like I, I learned all that. And then afterwards, like, I don't know, I never went back to doing any of that. Now that I think about it, uh, when you mentioned that diving thing, I was like, shit, like, uh, I need to jump off a cliff or some shit to remember how that felt.
5: <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I'm, I'm a little bit upset that Pantera left, Sefi. That was emotionally affecting me while I was listening a bit.
6: Well, it's because he wanted to know the five sensations of, uh, like, um, the pussy, and he didn't get that. So he, <laughs> I said pineapple, but, like, nobody else get it, got it.
3: It was, well, once you said, like, um, smell, it was kind of, like, difficult to think of another one, or taste, or whatever you said. You know, like, what, I don't, like, one I word. I
6: think I meant to say taste, but I said smell, yeah, yeah. pineapple.
3: Yeah. Like one word is kind of a big ask to like describe, um, like visually something, you know, I don't know. Well, I don't know. What would you guys have said if you had to say other?
6: Well, we don't have to repeat all after he gets back. So like, <laughs> should probably save that for a time when he's here. Anyway. <laughs>
3: um, I liked, he was like, I thought he was going to be a woman when he came in. And then I was surprised. um, And then he had a nice voice. He had like a podcast voice, you know?
6: Yeah, he's actually got a show, actually. He's uh, he's got a thing on uh, YouTube where they do kind of like uh, just crypto nerd banter or whatever. Yeah. I was going to say he
3: has like a podcast voice or like um, an audio porn voice. So like one of the two. I'm glad he does one of them. Who is this we're talking about? Sorry
6: uh um. pantera who's just here oh huh. yeah uh, he's either pete or evan i don't remember which one
2: what are they so, talking do you remember about do you
6: remember pantera is peter evan <laughs> one of the two anyway <laughs>
2: what's so, what, what do they um, mainly talk about on their I mission like cosmos and whatnot
6: uh, no, they're, they're his, uh, his thing is called um, Terabytes, uh, the Terabytes pod, uh, sort of podcast, I guess he calls it. But yeah, it's him. And so it's Evan and Pete like, chatting with people and chatting with each other on a YouTube channel. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, have a, they have a nice little show. How many, um, how many followers do they have now, subscribers? It's not too small, is it?
5: No,
8: no it's look.
6: gotten big. It was really tiny when, we, when I first started uh, like following them for like terror-related shit, right?
9: Um, I have a question but here for Seffi, Bruce, and Addie. Are you guys. I, I've listened to Seffi for, gosh, since 2020. Yeah. That's
6: shocking. Uh, I know. Long, I, and I don't, what the fuck do I, I do, know. do in my life? Like it's late, ridiculous.
9: late, late 2020, not early.
6: Addie's like, listened to this since like two years <laughs> later. I'm going to be fucking sitting <laughs> here with these idiots, like talking nonsense. And then,
9: I remember, I remember a humble, I, I remember a humble man. Uh, I was like, "What?" And then he would anyway. So there's like this thing happening where people are building communities, right? And so like the question is like, how do you build a community from scratch, and why should you care? about even building a community. So I'm curious like how you guys are gonna go about doing this because the people that I talk to in my personal life and on on the online and in and, and in IRL and all that, you know, they're they're asking themselves why should they care about community? Really it's the best way to build a movement. If you want to build a movement such as crypto, I'm not as big as into crypto as you guys are. I'm more of just learning. I learned so much from Sefi. Like he got me into Luna no, I'm not upset. What well, I mean, I'm not upset at all. I call it going to college, but anyway, um, going this community thing here, it, it it also supercharges like word of mouth. People want right now community more than ever, you know. And the way that they are building this is they're building products built on top of communities that scale fast. Typically, people are starting small, you know. Ninety-five percent of communities, from what I'm from researching, start as simple as a group chat, a Reddit you know, and then they bundle out a community only needs like a shared purpose to thrive. So like Seffi, Bruce, Addy, like, you know, for this community, what is the shared purpose? What, what are, what is, where are we trying to thrive? And don't, don't overthink it.
5: How, how would you define a community, Robin?
9: Yes. Um, six, six qualities, um, from what I've been able to distill
6: the size of a list there.
9: 6 yeah um high per, high performing communities too high these are from high performing communities leaders really what i've noticed they need to be one you can write this down captivating i'm taking notes to be... <laughs>
2: for sure, sure. captivating anyway. right, it is
9: recorded. and number 2 Consistent. You guys have been absolutely consistent. Addie, I didn't know who you were till last week, two weeks. No apologies. Well, uh, no, ap- no apologies. No, no apologies. It's
3: okay. I got here last week. So <laughs>
9: loud. <probably> like, why. <laughs> number three. <laughs> number three, loud. And I feel like there's so much loudness happening on Twitter, uh, wherever you want to go, it's pick your loud. Four obsessed with like mission slash people right? So that could be, Seffi. your mission was Luna. Bruce, I'm just now listening to you. I feel like you're a man of the people as well. Addy, you know, it's too too, too soon to tell. Um, five, relentlessly helpful. Sefi, once again, relentlessly helpful. Coach Bruce, I think you are helpful as well. Uh, not, I mean, Sefi, I would say, is a doctor, so he helps a lot. Um Bruce, I don't know what you do in your real life. I'm not asking, but I'm just saying, based off of what I'm hearing, you are helpful and in sincere. I think ultimately, people in spaces when they can tell someone's authentic and sincere, that really does like help. So those are the those are the six things of community, Bruce. That's a, that's a nice list. Mm. Oh, one more, that, one, more one more thing. One more thing. One more thing.
3: Know all that? Yeah. off the top of your head.
9: So I've been in the spaces for a while. Um, I work from home and I have notion out. Wait, and I can have I ask a you a lot question?
3: Of, I'm sorry to interrupt. Are you in college? You mentioned internships earlier. And so I'm just curious.
9: No, I'm not in. Inter- I have been in internships when oh, I was like,
3: okay.
9: like 16, 17. But oh. and then I would say I would say to take this to the next level. And I would say invite. I think 95 percent of communities should begin <clears throat> with a wait list. Doesn't matter if you're a business, doesn't matter if you're a consumer base, it should start well, with a waitlist. I, wait I list.
6: think I think, <laughs> I think maybe, <laughs> uh, you you kind of misunderstood like I think uh, myself at least like I just like to have a little bit of fun. I mean like the reality is like uh like you know in, Bruce is the one that's like, oh, yeah, you should, like, you know, like pick up some followers and he, like, makes these jokes and stuff. But I don't, honestly, hey, don't, don't really ch- give a shit. <laughs> like, just, just playing around. <laughs> so I'm not, like, trying to create some kind of, like, uh, thing, like some, uh, uh like, like, no, you know,
9: I, I mean, think it's, it's I think Addy and organic, Bruce, like, don't care. Bruce yeah. need get streetwear, some streetwear design, maybe like a reason to turn. Like, when people walk around, you'll be able to see, like, oh, you see something that they're wearing they're like oh little tip of the hat i see what you're doing those those move members you know provides that authenticity and um yeah i mean i've never found a community that thrived that didn't have a compelling like who we are story so for lunk dow like i know i know that there's certain key points that you guys hit on like describe like a future utopia or like you know, you describe like a passion or like a real reason to exist, you know, tighten that up, you know, a little bit. And then terrific things I believe could happen. Like,
6: like to me, like uh, what uh, Bruce has done with Lunked Out and everything, like the way I look at it is just kind of uh, maybe like just kind of having fun, kind of humor, um, just kind of like, you know, just shooting the shit and just like, you know, maybe like throwing out some random provocative shit just to kind of like, you know, like throw you off base a little bit. Um, You know, that whole thing is just fun. Like, I don't think there's a reason to necessarily have like some, you know, extreme like vision to kind of like create some kind of movement or anything. Like, I, I think we're all sort of like riding some wave or some movement anyway. It's like, you know, and people can do it to different levels or whatever, but like, I don't think you have to necessarily start out by saying, hey, like, you know, here's the thing. Like, if you're going to meet a bunch of uh, people and you want that kind of like the the exactly the, what you're talking about, like that authenticity, that um, uh, I, I don't know that that can be necessarily contrived. You know, how, like companies will be like, oh, we we have a company culture and this is what that culture is and you write, write a fucking handbook and everyone like reads it and then I guess, you know, maybe people decide, hey, I'm going to work at that company based on that handbook and that culture. Um, it's really hard to replicate that kind of like um, initial experience. There's almost this thing too, like where, where like it's almost if like you get too big too, like you have too many people um, trying to sort of like um, gel yeah. together. It becomes difficult. Like the,
9: the Dunbar, the Dunbar uh, number? Yeah.
6: Exactly. uh, Well you were you how do you
9: calculate that? It's hundred and fifty to two hundred, but I like what you were saying, Steffi, about like what are what are these like chains missions? You know, like what is their reason to turn? Like what is their long term wins? Like you know, it's hard. That's actually very difficult. Like when I mentioned earlier this whole Athelia thing. Like, what are they about? Like, these tra- are they transhumanist? Like, do they want to, like, live in the metaverse? Like, what are they? Like, I don't want to live in the metaverse. Like, technically, we kind of are in the metaverse. Uh, but it takes a long, long time, like, a long, long time for us to finally get to that point. Um, but So, yeah, I am think it's so difficult. And I was listening to Tendermint. Is Tendermint still here?
6: Uh, a lot of people, like, they seem no. to find some kind of, like, escapism in this idea of, like, living in some kind of like digital space or maybe, um, like, uh, for example, people that really, really love to just kind of live in a video game all the time. Right. Like that's a thing. Um, and I don't know, there's, uh, even those things, like they ultimately feel sort of contrived at some point. Like if you've noticed, like, have you ever found a video game that you're like willing to live in forever? Like, I don't care if it's like, uh, if, if, you know, it almost doesn't matter what type of game it is, but like it's rare that someone's going to like commit their life to that. Eventually they go back to real life. They're like, okay, eventually I'm bored of this shit. And actually the funny thing is if you've been around like games a really long time, like I've, I've, you know, been in, you know, into video games since like they're fucking invented, like literally. Uh, And you know, the thing about it is like you're playing these things and eventually get to a point. You're like, "Um, I think I've played every permutation of this thing. Like there's almost no, like uh, there's, there's very little you can do to the sort of like design of this thing to make it dramatically different. There's not um, like, uh, I don't know. There's like this like point, this asymptotic sort of point, like this nerd talk, like but of where like you've sort of like it, with each subsequent version, you've, you've seen every version of it and it just gets kind of like, um, I, I don't know. It's not that it's boring necessarily. It's just like, yeah, it, it's hard to surprise it, you again and again and again. Yeah. And it's hard to get that same, like, maybe that uh, level of engagement or dopamine hit or whatever the hell it is. And then, so like some people go crazy, like, and start getting into like, okay, I need to kind of get into the Robitussin uh, cabinet. Like, you know, the earlier today we're talking about, and then there's other people that are like, Oh, I can't, like it's not enough for me to imagine a a fabulous universe with a bunch of shit connected. I have to go and like take LSD for this or something. Right. Like, so you can go into these kind of like, um, like, you know, you can go into the kind of these extreme versions of this and at the end of the day like if you're like oh i want to live in the metaverse you're basically saying you want some sort of extrasensory experience
9: essentially yeah something and, and, different and, than and the, most like,
6: the world offers think, you in nature
9: i think most people think the metaverse is a virtual virtual place i think that's where everyone is wrong like in the movie ready player one a virtual world like minecraft you know roblox or you know zuckerberg showed us the the facebook demo right uh, but Adi, you what Played
6: minecraft right let's let's get let's get yeah it in here like Addie, you you played minecraft right like are, are you willing to live in the minecraft world uh for year after year after no. year decade no um, yeah
3: probably not <laughs> but i like it
9: yeah so it's not a place i don't think the metaverse is a place like just hear me out it's a time like what the what the what do i mean by a t- time I i and he, hear me out here so you know And one of the things I really enjoy so much, Sefi, is your, your, and I take notes as much as I can, is your, your, your grid bot. And I think this will help a little bit. Um, so, you know, artificial intelligence, the idea of the singularity, it's a moment where AI becomes smarter than humans. A moment when artificial intelligence becomes more than human intelligence. That's what everyone, you know, that's what we see in the movies. So the metaverse is that moment in time where our digital life, is worth more than our physical life. And that that is not an overnight change. So, you know, or, or an invention done by some Steve Jobs type, right? It's a gradual change that's happening over for like 20 years, right? So every, so we're seeing that happen right now. Every important part of our life is going digital. Where we work, we went from fact, factories to laptops, to boardrooms, to Zoom, right? Then even our friends from like neighbors, to followers, like although, although where I would do you, say, uh, where do you find like- like-minded people on Twitter? Yeah, right?
6: there's all, there is sort of like this. There is a cyclicality to this, though. Like, there's kind of a. What happens is, is you get to a point where, um, like, in fact, I I, bank, I bet on this, actually, in the sense that, like, I think there'll be a backlash against this ex- extreme digitalization. Like, for example, one of my biggest, um, like, projects, business projects is, like, <laughs> I own a massive fucking gym, like, it's a ridiculous size thing, like, with, it's meant for, like, King Wabi type, um, you know, like, fitness, <laughs> uh, autism, right? It's, like, literally, like, it's this massive pile of, like, glass and metal that, like, it just really looks nice, but it's like meant to be, um, like my, my thought was like, okay, here's a bunch of people, a bunch of digital nerds, and everyone's like sitting around playing with their phones and this and that. And eventually like people are going to get tired of like this idea of like always being on like everything from like, uh, Tinder to YouTube, to Snapchat, when all the this kind of like disconnected digital kind of bullshit. Right. So at some point, like people are going to kind of want real experiences. And I felt like, uh, like, uh, Really, the nicest physical places will actually give you that sense of connectedness again. And sort of like, so I'm actually, I actually bet like opposite of the metaverse, at least for that one project, in the sense that like I didn't digitalize that shit too, by the way. It's like the equipment and everything is just like totally old school. Like there's not like a bunch of fucking like Apple Watch connections and all that shit, right? So, like, you know, like, so you're going, it's the opposite of like what Addie was talking about when she goes to Equinox. Like, it's not meant to be that, it's meant to be much more visceral. Um, And that kind of thing. And it's like, you know, it's, there's not like an app for everything. Like you don't have to play with your phone, you know, the entire time and all that kind of stuff. Right. So yeah, just, and, and it's, and it's been very popular. Like, it's like the people that like that sort of thing really love the fact that like, there's not, there's no TVs in the place. Right. There's no, um, you know, none of this shit. Like, so it's, it's meant to be like, and, and the the funny thing is the the more hardcore people that go there, both the men and the women, they're like more sort of like, um, they're, they're not like the, like, uh, the, the, the discount gym crowd. Like they're not like, Oh, the guys are gawking at the women and the, the women are all like hiding in a corner over there. Like, it's a much better vibe. I think where everyone's kind of like together yeah. a little bit better. It's, and- it's, this anyway, is Jackson.
9: You're talking about the Jackson prediction where of the future where it involves like tradespeople, agricultural workers, elevated to like a high status rank of society, like the affluent get taken down, you know, some notches, wholesale elimination of like cosmopolitan, right? Consumerist world blown out, religion now playing a prominent role. But what what you know, but I'm I'm saying play this for another 10, 20 years. Where all of our were a lot of attention, like ninety percent, our attention used to be ninety ninety nine percent was on our physical environment. TV dropped that down to like eighty five. computers dropped drop that down to like seventy. Phones dropped that down to fifty. Our attention is being sucked from physical to digital right? So where attention goes, energy flows. So if 50% yeah, think, of our attention is at digital screens, then yeah, 50% of energy will go digital life, right? I'm not saying, wait, wait, today, what I'm trying to say is it, it takes some effort to take our phone out of the pocket to look at it, right? So some companies, some companies will make smart glasses that sit in front of your eyes, right? That's where 50% that's of the attention is going to go. I mean, on screen right now it's 90 plus. So instead of, they now they're going to be putting something over your eyes, right? That's the moment in time when like metaverse starts because people kids, your kids, other people's kids are going to be like, Hey, you know, 90% of my attention is now going to what, you know, what it is like the flex, the flex is going to be digital right? Fortnite skins, board eight, board My, eight, race, inter- you know.
6: Interesting, Robin, is that Milo has <laughs> he, he actually um, likes to go like hunt in like northern Canada, which is interesting. Like, so he has like he doesn't go, you know, sit yeah. and play on a video game. Let's see what Milo I'm not, says about. I'm not theory.
9: saying this is, and I'll let him talk and I, I just wonder want if he to wants, say, I'm just curious this, if he wants to live in that world. <laughs> this, this, isn't, it, it, this isn't good. I'm not saying this is good or bad like anything. It's it's neither good or bad. It's just a thing. It's a, It's a very different thing
4: yeah yeah agree well yeah i like i like that discussion like what you guys are talking about there um this thing there like something that in me like i've been in the crypto crypto space since like about like early 2017 and i noticed that yeah we spend a lot of time like i had huge mining farms i had all this stuff right but i have just made a conscious self-effort to like constantly do outdoor stuff like skiing in the winter time always going to the hill everything um hunting hunting season it's good it's a good skill to have because i go out we uh get animals the friend of mine um we make meat for our families for the whole winter right like that's a skill that could be required at any time right it's something that i don't want
6: to yeah it's a, let it's a more I like don't... physical visceral thing about it
4: Oh, it's, it's a task. It's very, very physical, right? It's we, every year we try to do something different, right? With it, either we hike in kilometers or miles for you guys in the States, right? But we go out and we exert an enormous amount of, of energy to get our meals for the winter. Right. And yeah, I, what I think of what I want to do, like what I seek out to do is automate as much of this other bullshit right like um trading like we talk about automating because i also run businesses too right so whatever i can do to automate my businesses so that they're able to work without me so one thing that i think more about like the singularity right with ai is we spend so much time Um, Trying to automate or create a bot or create these things that are doing stuff for us, right? The singularity to me is that when the AI or whatever we start doing, contracts, smart contracts, anything, start to recreate themselves, right? They would reproduce or they would refine, they would get better right so that they don't need us to do it like a lot of people are worried about ai like it's going to get rid of jobs like they're gonna steal our gerbs everything like that but i i think if we play it right i think a lot of that like it's going to allow us more free time so that we can do real life shit yeah i'm, I'm with but you but still terms, like and- yeah
6: For example, Milo, in our our business, like, um, I'm always looking for ways to sort of, like, simplify and, like, use, like, cloud things and whatever to make everything work more and more seamlessly. And I find that uh, an interesting thing is, like, a lot of the things that you can imagine can be done and we know technologically can be done simply haven't been implemented. It's, like, like a lot of it, like, for example, the field of accounting shouldn't even exist anymore. Like, there's not even a reason for it. Like, you could you could eliminate the entire thing wholesale. You could just basically automate the whole thing. But what has happened is, like, implementation hasn't happened. So, like, I think a lot of the stuff that we think about, like, yeah, like, components of our business that we can just automate, like, one, people lose jobs as a result. That's a given. But the flip side to that would be, like, you now have, like, this freedom where you don't have to do these certain stupid tasks that are really, really onerous and annoying, right? Like, we have to, we, had, we dwell upon this shit. Like, if you own a business, you dwell upon this garbage like way too much uh, of your day in all seriousness. Like it's frustrating.
4: Well, and another thing that's not following the thing is like, if, well, I'm a father, right? I have three kids. I don't care, but I just, the education system isn't matched up to where the world's going. Like I find the education system, like what they're teaching. I don't know that it ever has been.
6: Yeah. I don't, I don't know that ever has been. And I, I'm not sure that ever will be. It's almost like you can't catch up at that age. I don't know. The other thing, too, is, Milo, think about it this way. Like, the teachers (laughs) are there. Like, they're not necessarily, like, it's not like Steve Jobs or some shit coming to teach your kid, right? You're not talking about people that are, like, in – so, for example, um, I remember I had a chemistry teacher once, and she um, uh, – it's kind of interesting – lesbian. She used to, we used to wear these Z-Cavarici pants. I don't, like, I don't remember that brand. Some stupid-ass thing. Anyway, um, the point is like she used to work at a chemist- chemical plant and she was a chemical engineer and then she came and taught us and she was much better at like helping underst- understand like the nuances of like what we're supposed to be learning. But like most of the time, like you're not going to get like a chemical engineer as a teacher who suddenly decided, hey, you know, I want to teach and then... So, you, you sometimes get very fortunate like you have... Uh, like certain people in your life that like have these things. But like most teachers are simply not going to be like effectively equipped to, you know, do the same things. So, I, I think your sense about like teaching and stuff, like it's a never-ending problem that like can never be fully solved. Exactly. Unless you have like robots doing that too, you know, which which might come, but yeah
4: or you set up you set up your own community to do that that's another dream of mine like having kind of a ranch or like a communal farm where people come out and learn stuff uh whatever they want to do blacksmithing tanning hides farming everything like that just an escape from
6: their regular life in the city right Hey, uh, Milo, like, isn't that the city slickers or something? (laughs) Milo, (laughs) I thought we were starting a cult here. I thought we were talking about
4: (laughs) uh,
9: a cult. Milo, you said you you hunt in Canada? What part? East, west, central? I'm, like,
4: uh, west central. I live really close to the mountains. Yeah. Uh,
9: Yeah, I I went hunting all the way till about 14 with my dad yeah. and um we were doing like uh white tail deer and some elk uh cow and bull and uh it i just oh, man i did i did some hunting too i did some pheasant i like i like shooting birds more i don't know why but uh like dove and and pheasant but um hey but you were talking about um like community do you know anyone by the name of Balaji Sivanasan yeah that is so baller g like if you can listen to him like the my dream my what is this
6: he's basically working on like issues of. oh man
9: who changed the thing who changed like my what was it what was the title before this before how to run a cult
3: Oh like your perfect moment or something like
9: that. Perfect moment would be would be and this is like maybe my third perfect moment. That doesn't count as a perfect moment, but uh Sethi, Bruce and Balaji um and Joe Rogan <laughs> talking to Balaji. He is the most intelligent person I've ever met. He wrote this book called The Network State. Yeah, he's a and sub guy. Yeah, like he runs circles. Like, I, like you listen to his podcast or on a person, like a, when he is on a podcast. And at my best days, I have to like sparse it out in like 20 minute, 30 minute sections just to like absorb what he's actually saying. Um, but if you're at all into communities and you're really into communities, like Balaji Sirvenison. He has a book called The Network State. I haven't read it. It seems daunting, but I'm going to read it. And he's it's, pro. He, he's all Bitcoin, but it's, it's very it's very readable. You can read it. Okay. <laughs> <But cool>. Anyway, <laughs> yeah,
6: yeah, he's he's nice. But you know, like what you're saying, like uh, I'll I'll give you a, like a little take here. So when I was uh, like starting out and uh, in medical school and such in the like it's kind of late '90s, and um, you know, you you know, cell phone, we're still using pagers at that point, right? Like, you know, cell phones are still relatively expensive. You can get one, but they they just started getting a reasonable price, like, right, like 95 or so. And, um, you know, other things like, for example, radiology, like, you know, x-rays were still on plastic and you you had this like envelope that you had to go like at 4 a.m. in the morning to like pick up because, you know, everyone need to like, everyone in the team needed to see these things. You have to like, you had to look at them first as a student figure out like what first like did we even get the right pictures and all this stuff right it was very visceral like you felt it you you felt this plastic in your hands you you put it up on a board and there's like a light in it you know like the old tv shows and um and <laughs> the old so anyway um yeah so you you'd, you'd have this like physical experience and you'd remember what that image was you would um like uh write down things that like patients and people say, and, um, you'd write down the findings on this image. You'd write down people's, like, you'd look by that point, like, you know, you have these DOS type based screens with like text with labs and stuff. Like people would have their blood counts and this and that, right. You'd, we'd write those down before we like, um, get all this data together. We were like the gopher. Like we'd, we'd be the data collector before like presenting this information to, um, you know, the, the chief doctor, or whatever that's on the site there. Cause we're kind of like learners and we're just hanging out. Right. And at the time, like all of that was a very like visceral experience. You wrote things, you held things, you touch things. And then now, like, if you look at how a hospital's run, it's like, we have students and like, uh, residents and whatever. Right. And everything's on the computer. You have, you, you're, you're chatting with someone you're typing with on the thing. You are like, oh, like ordering things, like, antibiotics and this and that. And you're basically, you know, punching it all into a computer system. Um, all of the images are on the computer, all of their data is in the computer to the point where like a significant portion of the workload you could just do from home. Like you just need the data. You need to have their information, like very little things about medicine, like, you know, outside of like surgeons, uh, do, you know, do you need to actually physically be there? Like a lot of it can be done almost like telemedicine. Right. But you get this, uh, there's this disconnect I feel like. Um, so, It's like when it was all visceral and physical and you touched everything, it was like kind of very material, like it felt more real. And as it became more digital, like the work felt more digital. Like when you, you, yeah, you still save someone's life, but for, you know, you did all the work and you, you like, you know, nurses are there and everything. People are doing things. But like from a doctor perspective, it felt more and more and more like a video game. Like, okay, I'm just pushing buttons on this thing. Things are happening you know, people get meds. You're not even the one giving them, right? Like the nursing staff does all this shit, right? Like you're not the one actually administering anything. You're not actually the one like physically manipulating a person for most of their things. Um, you have respiratory therapists, you have this therapist, that therapist, you have all these people involved and it became more and more like, um, almost like, like you're talking about with the metaverse idea, this idea that sort of like, okay, you've digitalized your world, you made it more efficient. But there's also this weird feeling you get like wait is any of this real like did i save anybody did like okay any of these 20 patients that we t- sort of like talked about in here do we actually like you know like so they they sort of they live they die but like it just seems more disconnected in a weird way and i and i don't know like it's it's hard, and you can't like teach that physicality back to students now their lives are way easier like the amount of workload they we had to do waking up early in the morning and all that shit um was like maybe torturous and maybe like we've gotten efficient and eliminated that shit. Right. But there's sort of that ritual, that ritual, that physical ritual does something to your mind that um, like just playing on the computer doesn't exactly do. Like, like if you were to play like a video game where you're a doctor or something, right? Like, so pretty soon, like if you look at all the tools and shit we have, right, we have all these like interesting like things that are coming like decision support tools and stuff to where like less and less of the actual stuff that we decide is actually gonna be done by an actual doctor, right? Like the computer is going to say, Oh, like this series of labs. Oh, you might have this, you know, you might have that. And, you know, maybe you could consider this drug because, Oh, look, this count is a little bit elevated. Like a lot of what we do can really be automated, which I think is coming really aggressively over the next, um, you know, 10 to 20 years. I think the, that people aren't ready for that. Like, um, like, It really takes a long time to, like, get past one type of paradigm to the next, especially for professionals. It's like your teachers are in the old paradigm while you're in the new as you're younger. And it really is, like, hard to sort of, like, shift gears and become that new. um, Like, it takes almost, like, you know, like an entire generation or maybe two generations to really, like, shift gears. Like, old dogs just don't learn new tricks and all that kind of stuff. But as time goes on, it's like the that lack of visceralness, that lack of, like, physicality I find is um, an, an interesting thing. And I think what people realize if they do more metaverse and digital and this and that, and they're not actually talking to real people. This is why I fucking hate, like, messing with, like, Discord and Telegram and stuff. It just doesn't feel quite real. Like, this is more fun. Like, people are actually here and, like, you know that they're actually you are know, you're, you're talking Yo, to me. So that like, to, so yeah, One second, So that, that's what I'm saying. Like that, 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 um, that like, you know, that lack of physicality or whatever in the real world, but you're just doing more and more shit digitally. Like, I think that's fun about Twitter spaces. Like the audio is like it, you know, it's more analog, right. You're not typing. You're not, it's not digital in that sense. And it's kind of more fun to me, but anyway, yeah, Pedro, what's up?
2: Yo, I'm curious. What's your medical background?
6: Uh, I do uh, pulmonary and critical care medicine. I've kind of got a. To...
9: He breathes breath. <laughs> yeah. Breath into of. life. Yeah. Pulmonary uh, yeah, uh, and critical but...
2: care nurse or doctor. A doctor. Right on. Do you still practice?
9: Yeah. Let's no, know. you don't practice, Effie. I mean, you do, but you you train, right? You, you're trained. You like you train doctors.
6: No, I do. I do all the above. So I've got like a team of students, I've got residents, I've got like, I, so I train other colleagues that are sort of in the similar field, all that stuff. Yeah. So I kind of run some, so like I'm a, uh, like division chief kind of thing. And then I have uh, like, you know multiple sort of different hospitals i work for different agencies i work for different companies as well so like i've got all sorts of shit going on all the time yeah. Like, you know,
9: he identifies as the shit that's how
6: <laughs> i've always yeah there's something going on all the time it's just like uh but at the same time like uh it's gotten pretty efficient to where like like um I, i've got teams of people doing all sorts of stuff all the time so periodically i'll be on spaces and like you'll hear me like phase out and i'm like chatting <laughs> with someone about someone some some major problem but otherwise yeah
5: you get when you get high enough in different domains it's like uh you're you're basically keeping other people running and making sure they do their stuff but you're not actually anything yourself you're just sitting there with your massage uh, ball that you're squeezing you know the stress relief ball you're on spaces everyone thinks like you're this impressive guy because you're like the center of the octopus and all these tentacles seem to be moving, but you're doing nothing at all. You're just sitting there. You're just like, okay, like problems come up that you have to fix. And maybe you hire and
6: fire a few people and stuff like that. But you're not actually doing anything at all. You're just sitting there relaxing. Well, it, it does fix. feel like that. Actually, you know, you know what it is like, what what it is, is like, at some point, like it for professionals, it's almost like, um, you know, like it could take someone else, like, you know, 30 minutes to figure some fucking thing out. And it's like, if you're like, I've been doing this so long and from when I was so young that like. You know, usually I'll have like whatever issue solved within like five minutes, right? So it's like the amount of time it takes is so short. Like, the, like the funniest thing is like writing all this shit down and stupid nonsense that we do. Like the, the the mechanical junk actually, um, sort of like you know, if I had a secretary, I'd go like I'd be able to do double the amount of stuff at any given moment, right? So like that's kind of like what it is. It's like the um, like if someone would just simply like, I could probably see something upwards of like maybe. If, like, there's someone actually, like, a secretarial type person, like, and, uh, I would basically be able to see probably, like, easily, like, maybe, like, 120 patients a day or something. But we normally see more, like, you know, at, you know, 20, 30, 40, something like that, right? But it's, like, a lot of it's busy work and stuff. But if you look at the actual cognitive stuff we do, like, like if they just sort of said, oh, okay, like, all of the busy work you have to do, uh, typing, this, that, and the other thing is gone... Like yeah, you could actually do quite a lot with it. It's just the critical decision making piece of it. Like think about it. Like the only reason you need me is to like make the complicated decisions. You don't need it for all the stupid shit. Like you could basically automate most of that with a little AI or something. Uh, no, no questions about it. Most of what yeah. I do is like busy I, work.
9: I think so. Here's the other. So here's going back to immunity, just real quick. There's, I have a, I have a question for Bruce, um, and and Addy as well. Where's Addy been?
5: Addie's here. She's just like kind of turned off. Her vagina's got a little drier <laughs> than normal. Yeah,
9: Addie, Addie, what's what kind of assistant would you like? Would you like a real human assistant or like an AI assistant?
3: Um, I don't know if I really like need an assistant. Or both.
9: <laughs> like, I would say both. Uh,
3: yeah, sure, both. I mean,
9: Addie, does it? Does it? Well, what, give the you hell would, ex- what
3: the hell would I have <laughs> an assistant for?
9: does it give you some anxiety a little bit that there there might be like a down pressure on people that understand certain technologies and then other people that don't understand certain technologies? Does that give you some anxiety? Does that give you like worrisome?
3: No, it doesn't worry me. I think I'm always going to be okay. Um, <laughs> like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, do I, whenever, like, are you saying, do I think like
6: what, whenever there was Adios. Uh, are you very concerned about like the the how many uh, megapixels the iPhone fourteen has uh, <laughs> and how many fucking lenses are in that thing?
3: No, I don't give yeah, a exactly. shit. But I Me also either. think it's like um, I'm not an iPhone user. Oh, that's yeah, that's not that surprising. Um, like Robin, though. Like I like so the job that I work in now is something where like um like the things that I do on a day to day. Are things that like right now are like you have to have some technical like a very specific sort of like niche technical skills to be able to do so like i'm not actually worried about that stuff but maybe in like a different sphere i don't know like i'm like if that's what you meant like like you know like the like if my job's gonna be like automated out to some ai like i'm not worried about that but even if it were like i wouldn't be too like fucking worried if like I had to go find a different career. You I,
9: know? I think that's I think that's super smart because a lot of people think that AI is going to like automate people out. And like it will the 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 jobs that are automated, the jobs that can be automated, things are just like repetitive. The tasks that are super repetitive, it could be either like on the computer or even it could be done by a robotic. Um you know well, those think, those would I, I, be but, I at the same time, think, you you would find a way. like you there's ways where you can actually find options where you can't create you know something that's going to be more uh, attentive to your personality rather than like a physical thing. yeah, but
3: I actually I, sort yeah. of think that like when I'm looking at like um jobs that would be like automated out, that's like less so what I'm worried about or what yeah. I think most people should be worried about at this point because eventually like I think that yeah yeah AI will probably run most jobs but what people actually need to be worried about especially with like the way that the economy is like going right now are like the stupid little jobs that like a lot of people hold where you're they're you sort of just paying you to be there, like you're not actually important, and there's a yeah. lot of like you're a little. Yeah, the definitely thing. right about that. The like, other thing too with is with Robin. idiots all the time that you like talk to them and you realize they actually don't know what they're doing. You know, their job could could easily be taken over by you know someone else, and it would take this person you know a quarter of the time to do it, and they're more just there you know, to for to fill up space in the company. Like, I think that's the bigger issue people need to be worried about at this point.
6: Yeah, you definitely need to be like, um, useful. There's no question about that. But also, Robin, the thing is, like, you mentioned, like, oh, like, you know, you get rid of the sort of onerous tasks, and then you'll suddenly be like, only doing the things that suit your one thing. The, the problem with that is that, like, a lot of times, the sort of ritualistic, like, repetitive shit that we do in life, um, it has like this a weird, like, useful effect on your brain. And it's not intuitive that that would be the case. Like, you would think that you would not want to do those things. You would think that, like, these are just, like, you know, stupid things I'd rather have someone else do or maybe, um, you know, automated it away, right? But the problem with the brain is, like, a lot of times the way the things that you think are going to make you happy, uh, like, neurochemically and everything else are not actually the case. So, what <laughs> ends up happening is you get, like, a really depressed you know, country that's fucking shooting up schools and shit like this. Like the reason some of these kind of weird things happen is because like the kind of effects on the mind, the things that we think are the most stupid, most boring, the most, I want to say like ritualistic, right? Notice how in religions, like um, priests and different like, um, you know, uh, religious groups, like uh, it's funny, we're going into the, how to run a cult here, but notice how like there is like this ritualistic, like thing that is involved like there's certain prayers and there's certain repetitiveness there's certain physical things that you do over and over again and um that sort of tunes your mind and like it it creates sort of a uh sort of like this i guess mental state sort of like i was saying earlier about like when you took the physicality of like out of being a doctor sort of and you digitized a bunch of shit it maybe doesn't feel quite as real anyway, like, yeah.
8: Yeah.
9: Well, the poem I think some of the things, so I learned at a very young age, the, the poem for a long, healthy life, the faster you walk, the longer you fast, the less food, less fast food you eat, the longer you live and faster you pass. Right. So like those ritualistic things are going to be physically us, like humans, right. Homo sapiens, like that's like those things that we do but then we're going through a phase change in the internet we're going from web 2 to web 3 where humans code to code codes right we're going from human code to code codes we're going to the phase change we're going from we're going from where it was a web 2 centralized read write now we're going to read write own where ai is now going to be introduced to the, the environment, the algorithm, you know, to the equation, the equation, and there's going to be a down pressure, right? On certain people. And like, there's going to be people that yearn and be nostalgic for the past. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm nostalgic and, re- and religious sometimes myself and spiritual myself sometimes on my best and worst days. But what I'm trying to say is that, it's a foregone conclusion. Like this is happening, right? I mean, I'm not the one doing it. No, no one here is doing it. But it's just a ratcheting of ideas and energy, where energy, where attention goes, energy flows, right? So, in the community, right? If there's going to be a cult, right? If there's going to be the cult of AI, the cult of crypto, the cult of nostalgia, the, the cult of like physical, right? There's gonna be all these little communities everywhere popping up. And that's where Bajali Surn I don't know how to say his name, Bajali Surnvasan. Balaji. Yeah, yeah B-A-L. th- thank you. Thank you. biology talks about. And that's one of the reasons I want to listen to him and read him and read about what he says because like it's happening. Like we see on here and here where I live, like I'm seeing uh self-driving cars, right? No one's in the car. But back in the 19 what was it 1930s maybe even before that uh it was the horse right the horse yeah like with the expectations yeah.
6: change like it might seem stupid at one point like oh your car doesn't drive itself like you know how, <laughs> how uh how cute you zoomer boomer whatever the fuck you are right like that's that's kind gonna and like if you're if you're amazed by that it'll be like oh you're just old you know like that's that's just how the tech goes but i think Jabroni is kind of trying to say something, and uh, I've actually got to drop here in a couple of minutes so I can go do some other work. But, uh, like, we'll, uh, we, we'll, after Jabroni, I guess we'll kind of catch up later. What's up, man? If <laughs> oh, he's there.
2: Oh, I don't time. know if you can hear
7: me. Sorry, guys. I was lagging for a second. Yeah, you're back. Uh, I up? just saw a cult, man. I'm like, oh, I got to jump on this shit. So I oh. kind of heard uh, the last 10 minutes or so. Um, I have a. You guys are looking at this as like a kind of like a digital uh AI type of thing.
6: Well like well well first off the the title of the space has yeah. nothing to do with what we're actually talking about. It's mostly just to like um trigger you.
7: Oh, that's cool. I mean that's I've not done not really hard to do, honestly, but um yeah, like so what I was you know, you guys are talking about like AI and stuff. I, I think it's interesting though, and I would ask you guys to consider this like Um, Like in India, there's a lot of fucking people who don't even have like a bank account or any like real. I mean, they may have cell phones and stuff, but like there's no really interconnectedness um, at all in large parts of the world. So like there is still a long way to go. And I think people like look at this in a framework of kind of like the West or, you know, like we're all kind of dialed in people on twitter are even more dialed in and they get kind of like a a bubble vision but uh from the cult mentality like the rituals and stuff are for sure like the human mind is completely designed for patterns and if you want to go philosophical about it you know like what is the urge of man to you know bring order to the natural wilderness which is chaos. So I mean like literally our entire existence down to a foundational level is resisting the natural order, which is you know wilderness. Uh so any cult is gonna have to have you know dogma, whatever the hell you want to say, like that can play out in a million different ways, but it's all about creating a sense of order. It doesn't even have to be real it you know usually is just perception, but that's the whole point, you know. So if you're gonna be doing something like that, you wanna provide a framework for people to latch onto and then you build off of that. And that's why you see like hierarchies in every cult, every religion, every belief system. You have to have like a very clear defined set of boundaries and build off of those. And it's ironic because A lot of cults and a lot of just belief systems in general really push, like, an idea of kind of, like, expanding beyond our, you know, understanding. But they do it within a very, like, clear framework. So it's very, like, it's a dichotomy. It's kind of paradoxical. Anyway, so.
1: Yeah.
6: Um, Cust, do you want to try to get a word in? (laughs) Hey, how you doing?
1: Um, just wanted to
6: say, man, keep up the good work. You, uh, you mentioned that you're in respiratory, you know, pulmonary, pretty much I'm in the same field, you know? So I just wanted to say, keep up the good work, you know? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. That's good nice. to, ha- good yeah. to have you. Yeah. Shoot me a follow. Definitely.
1: You know, if um, we could communicate that's cool.
6: Yeah, we'll do. Hey, Vera. Uh, Vera has a cult. Um, so she probably has some insight into this situation, but yeah. Hey, what's up Vera? <laughs>
10: uh hey can you hear me okay guys
6: yeah fantastic
10: wonderful so um qu- quick disclaimer uh, i've been uh drinking wine tonight so whatever i'm gonna say it's gonna be probably true so buckle up your seat belts let's go um in terms of cult, um it's definitely requires some sort of structure and and uh, at the uh, top of it you're gonna have uh, the most um, valuable leader who is able to brainwash his subordinates into doing whatever he thinks he wants to do so uh what requires for this perfect structure to work to people not question things do not even think for themselves just follow of the hurt and that's how things get done i mean I, I cannot think about um more that i can add to this at this so, point so
6: so vera in, in typical cults that you've been in um what what, what have been kind of the rules like Are there the rules of like sexual purity rules, maybe like what you can say and not say what kind of things?
10: Yeah. It's more about manipulation and um, gaslighting. Gaslighting is a big factor in cults because you got to illuminate people who question things the way you do it. You just pin majority of them against that person. So there will not be any question asked and that's how you propel forward
6: so like maybe uh okay so the 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 group has to sort of like make fun of that last that one person that's kind of like doesn't fit with the whatever vibe
10: absolutely because the last thing you want is somebody to question the call structure
6: Hmm. adi uh you you've taken notes about this is there anyone you need to remove from your excel spreadsheet as far as like potential members
3: oh like of my cult
6: yeah, like you know, you've been keeping this list, right? So, like,
3: yeah, Vera's um, points
6: should be well taken. I mean, she, okay, hey guys,
10: um, my, my, um, pardon me, please. Um, something wrong with my sound, so I'm gonna step down and I'm um, gonna go, go back up. Just give me a oh, sec. Okay.
1: Sure, okay. you
5: sound okay.
3: God, I love her. Um, yeah, she makes some really good points. There's definitely been some people tonight that have moved around on the Excel spreadsheet yeah. a little bit, so. I don't know, I, you know, I want, to, so nice.
5: I want little Vera to beat me up and choke me out right. for me to fall asleep in her arms. Like when she chokes me out.
10: Yeah. Now you guys, sound, because on my end, actually I couldn't hear much. I mean, I could hear everything, but it was on a such a low volume that I had to actually put my ear next to my phone. And I don't think that's a very comfortable way to uh, conduct the space, but it's all good now. Thank you so much.
8: Yeah,
6: Vera, the rest of us use um, iPhones. We don't use your piece of shit, like Android, whatever you're using, right? So that's what's happening here. Yeah,
3: Vera, how can we, like, trust you to be running a cult if you're using an Android? Well, um, um oh, and well, what well, 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 is well, most used not, in the world? Well, uh, oh, don't I, I, start. I, with the the be Android's the most used Like, come on, well, everyone. No, I will be incredibly, incredibly discriminatory. I don't have a problem well, discriminating. I, did, I don't I, give a I, shit. I do. I, I understand. I do understand
10: the way you feel. I totally get mm-hmm. the um, <laughs> kind of sadness uh, you expressing towards me having Android and. You have an iPhone, but whoever, you know what? I think the best way to run a cult it's run at IRL. You know, you got a bunch of people together. So true. Yep. Yeah. I mean, so just, and by the way, you probably want to make them to get rid of their phones so they don't actually see anything coming from outside because you got to feed them what they need to know. Okay.
6: Oh, so just like you have this like funnel of knowledge that only the people in the little... Um... The little singing circle, no, and like maybe you give them all little special clothes, like little gowns mm-hmm. that they have to wear, and uh, they have to throw away their old, their old like materialistic junk from like um whatever. Like yeah, uh, they,
10: they have to it. disengage with everything they they did in the previous life. They have to disengage with their friends, family. They have to be completely committed to your beliefs. So their yeah.
6: so their Louis Vuitton and Birkin bags are no longer. Uh,
10: well, uh, I'll keep that. They can actually um definitely give it to me and donate into cold uh, prosperity there is special funds uh um, accessible to any new cold um uh recruit or i don't know if it, it doesn't mean a word but anyway yeah
6: you have to so you're gonna store all of the people's purses and maybe um, like gold well, watches uh, th- for th- the let's, not, let's
10: not put words into my mouth i never said store i will probably sell them or exploit them i mean i don't know
9: Hey, Lil, Lil Vera, what the, what would you create in terms of like daily, weekly rituals that will make people feel alive and grateful to be a part of uh, the the cult, the community?
10: We, we want to do a lot of drugs and we're going to Day- pray a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's That's exactly right. It's interesting well, you, how instantaneous human responses. Being, no, like, yeah, there's no, right. <laughs> it,
6: there's no thinking about it. It's almost like she's been in one before, like where all of this has happened, right? This is not how to, Vera, this is not how to, like, your experience of how you've been in a cult before. This is how to run a new cult, right? Like, this is a it's a fresh thing.
3: Vera, can I ask you a question? I don't know if you already answered this. I was sending some DMs, so I was sort of one-track-minded there. But is this, like, w- where do you stand on, like, sex cults? Or are these, like, there's no sex involved? Or- oh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we all know sex is one of the biggest drugs.
10: We right. actually, uh, yeah, absolutely. You definitely w- want to utilize sexual attraction. That's a great way to uh, get people involved. Absolutely. Uh, find new followers. Um, throw a bite, um, you know, and then uh, see what happens. I think sex Wait, is Be- definitely... You're going
6: you're to bite someone on maybe like the inner thigh?
10: <laughs> well, um, that's uh, actually a good idea. I think uh, something like that depends. Yeah,
3: I'm... actually, you know what? You, you got me thinking. You got me really thinking. Yeah, that's, so a, where did, that's that was a good one, Safi. Where'd that come from? That was um, a good idea. Really just
6: from like just being uh, around Vera, <laughs> it just creates this like um, this channeling kind of weird vibe <laughs> which kind of like.
10: Yeah, and you know what? Like, I mean, there's a reason why we find ourselves in this one space. Um, Probably uh, n- not coincidentally. I think that's meant to be, and I think we are uh, attracting the same energy, and um, we kind of um, might be thinking alike in the many ways. And um, guys, I'll leave you with my information later on. So if you want to join, you're more than welcome to. There is no fee to get in. There's n- there's no possibility to get out. So, but choice is yours, and I'm open to any. Um, is
9: there is there a wait list?
10: Um. Well, they they. There's no this- feet
6: again, and there's no way to get out. I like
2: it. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Love that! There's no fee to get in, and no possibility of getting out. That was
7: amazing. Are you doing like an initial cult offering or anything like that? Are there any ICOs available that we could get in on?
10: And um, like let's not board? try to
6: channel Wabi here. Let's not. We're, we're going into yeah. A, look, uh,
10: look, 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 look.
6: into we, a fucking defi we, space. we want.
10: We want to stay very progressive, right? And definitely, there are possibilities to integrate uh, cryptocurrency uh, or some other. Payments, we take everything diamonds, gold, whatever you got, guys. If you very broke and you don't get any of that, we'll take clothes, we'll take uh, houses, we'll take uh, furniture. I mean, you got me. So, yeah. um, Rad- radical
6: inclusion. I like it. Radical inclusion. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the members have to sit on something, right? And your uh, leather couch, uh, Robin, would probably do the job.
11: So. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Here's your question. We, we don't. We don't use leather couches because you stick to them. Yeah, because uh, there's part of it. We we run
10: butt naked there. It's it's a butt naked call. And
11: and there actually is a um, how should we say it? There is a wait list, and there is an application fee. Mm-hmm.
10: I'm I'm sorry. I'm 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 totally being rude right now because I haven't introduced my uh, co-founder of the actual startup we started uh, last week. Uh, Savi Christine is a um, co-founder and as uh, CMO and COO of uh, Happy Endings Incorporated. That is the startup we started last week when we presented you with our ideas of um, how incorporate happy endings in every day of your life and how much we deliver and so on and so forth we are currently hunting down our angel investors very hard and uh, we definitely given the chance of uh, to our friends and family to blow the money first of course there are a lot of uh, goes into it i personally wrote the white paper it took me between four to twelve hours to write it on a entire roll of toilet paper last night, actually. And it's ready to go guys to your viewing. We have um we have legitimate um Purpose is to serve the community, and we are committed to transparency. In a way that you guys, when you guys give us money, which is inevitable, of course, because we're such an amazing uh, unicorn startup, when you give us money, we will definitely present you how we move that on uh, point A to point B, and point B happened to be our bank account, of course, and then. Uh, We're going to take that money and we're going to travel around the world to to the most amazing spaces, places, and enjoy ourselves. Of course, buying jewelry, Louis Vuitton, Hermes bags, um, cars, Lamborghini is my choice, but hey, you know, Um, but then because we come here through transparency so much, we're going to take pictures of us enjoying ourselves on your um, funding. And we're going to post those pictures in everywhere on social media. So then you have received how the money will spend. And I think that's a really good way to actually conduct transparency and be committed to every single to our followers to deliver some sort of happy endings you are anticipating. And um, thank you so much. Um, let me know if you have any more questions. And when she yeah. so,
11: And when she says blow your money. She literally means blow your money. So Vera, Vera, yeah, this isn't, I
6: I continue to think this is just an amazing project. Um, You use pretty much every buzzword um, that the, in the venture capital uh, sort of arena, right? Like you, you cover every possible thing that an investor would care about. Um, Things like transparency and, and uh, like proof of uh, like outcome and all that. So yeah, I'd love to sort of invest in your vacation at some point, and uh, maybe you'll go to like Bali or perhaps like uh, maybe visit a cal- cargo cult on the yeah you know southeast coast of uh, Asia somewhere.
10: And yeah, that's a
9: great idea. I, I'm I'm with Sephia. I would like to donate yeah. angel money and not do any due diligence uh, at all.
10: But listen, listen, you can just trust me, <laughs> and. Let uh, me tell you there's actually there's a actually, actually a little bit more uh that you can uh definitely um feel that like you making the right choice now. Um it's it's DAO. It's it's a in this form of DAO that we allow our investors to vote where we actually going to. You'll be giving uh numerous uh destinations that you can choose from to send us to.
9: And I think it's
10: pretty fair. Um I mean, Bali, Ibiza. I I have
9: a I have a a list of of things that I need that I need done for me in order for me to be happily working. You know, I, I need to I need to really love the team, right? And and the product that whatever you're offering, it needs to make me constantly curious. There has to be a financial upside. I have to have like autonomy. I can work wherever I want, office or remote. And it has to be a respectful and positive work environment.
6: Robin, you can do all yeah. of these things while she goes on well,
9: vacation. I know, but I need to admire the founder. Uh, you know, I, I need to be always learning and I need to feel fulfilled. And I just I don't know if you can get all of those. Is that something that you can fulfill?
11: I think um, first we of all, I... a proof of work. Yeah, we Well. well... proof of work and you can follow that proof of work to make sure that everything that you just described is happening?
10: Well, look, um, our um, roadmap speaks for itself. And um, Robby, Rob, I'm sorry, Robin, I totally understand the way you feel. I, I totally get it. And um, in terms of fulfilling the expectations, we are. To- I can tell you from the bottom of my heart and being completely honest to you right now, that we are totally committed to deliver the best outcome possible to our investors. There's nothing more in this world that means to us that uh, fulfill the obligations we have to our investors before we run, I'm sorry, um, I mean, uh, before we um, complete our mission. Is this a...
9: So, you know, the next wave of of big consumer companies will be community based. So, I'm looking for a community based product. Very like there's a niche. Not everything, not everything to everyone right but it's very unique aesthetic it's like a built-in community more memorable than big platforms like a rewarding loyalty you know un what we're going to be what i would like to you know these next big companies are going to be unbundling large platforms right and Mm -hmm. it's going to be an experience not a transaction it's going to and ultimately it's going to be fun
10: yes yes you you're absolutely right and um just to add something um, for you to be more convinced to invest, invest money into the company, i want to tell you that uh, we, we're gonna need to grow and expand. We're gonna expand beyond the US, of course. And is right oh, a- Oh,
6: you have a roadmap.
10: Uh, we do have a roadmap. And then um, we, we already have some international investors. Actually, as of, uh, I mean, last week, sorry, remember, was it last week? Yeah, well yeah, yeah well up last but, week. Um was. we have an international investor, um, I believe he was from Ireland, he already invested uh fifty pairs of pants in <laughs> our our
8: depending on
11: Depending on the level of investment will be dependent on if you get to participate in part of the the vacation that we go on.
6: What are we, so, we're buying you a suitcase or some shit? Like what are we talking about here?
11: No, depending on the level in, of investment that you invest into our company, you can actually join us. So we have international travel and international <laughs> investors that have yachts and aeroplanes and, Lots of fun things.
6: Oh, so they're they're all part of your little timeshare thing.
11: That's right. So depending on your level of investment, will be dependent on what level you get to come in on. Literally.
10: Yeah. Well, bottom line First is, sooner soon you invest, you reserve the hardest spot for yourself to uh, receive all the benefits. We are promising to you. Um, depending on, our, of course, um, in regards to our roadmap and our white paper.
11: And, uh, yeah. So, But please remember, we're just in the beginning stages and we have not actually got our roadmap detailed out. But as soon as we do, I promise you, you will not be disappointed.
10: Oh, he, she's my uh, CMO, as you can tell. She's very well-spoken. I'm only kind of a, um, other side i'm just more like a brain of the of the operation and uh don't be scared from my rush of my russian accent i'm a very kind and trustworthy person as you oh, can yeah. tell um, I, yeah.
9: I, I I used to live with a russian in college and i used to date a russian as well how,
10: how, how did it work out uh, you should try I mean, to kill you <laughs>
9: She and well, first of all, my yeah, she was very, uh, very straightforward, which I appreciated. And uh, she did not try to kill me, absolutely not. Um, but she was very straightforward, but she's traveling the world right now, and I wish her well. But, um, the so, so going back to you though, Vera, and who's your CMO?
10: Oh, this Abby Christine is my CMO, and she's also COO. <laughs> I I can't so, two titles. So I must. Yeah.
9: What? 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 So I like to like. You know, I like I like to like fall in love with like problems that are being solved. What What is yeah. a problem
10: that you solved? Oh, there's a numerous problems we solve. They They are um, the problems are coming at us at the rate that you cannot even perceive, and we. You and I are able to solve and reconstruct every single problem to a, to a puzzle and then rebuild it in a way
11: that there is a solution. So what really what she's trying to say is we haven't quite figured out how to make sure that all of our investors are satisfied with the product that will be delivered. So the details are yet to come. Can
1: can I make a quick suggestion? Because I'll say Lil, love the business plan, loved hearing it. I think you guys are capturing. It. Can I recommend timed tiers? Because people love tiers and I love the early investor angle. And I feel like if you you know, if you do buckets on certain time, they get more perks. You know, maybe you they mean, get like more, to you mean more pictures of their vacations.
2: Yeah, maybe they get to participate.
1: Maybe, maybe they get to participate in like you know, you know, do hard labor for you guys while you're They're on vacation, cool. right? You and know, so, there, there's a lot so, of potential here, right? That's
11: a fabulous idea, Jonathan. Or, or, or maybe idea. like I get to Thank decide you where you
6: go. Me. Yeah, I get to decide whether you're going like inner on a river or maybe skydiving. Right? Like you could pick the actual tourist site and maybe the destination involved like if you're in a you know if you're a, a, a funding higher amount right you should be able to pick where the pictures get taken like which yeah, you it's...
10: you can definitely send us skydiving if you like and then um
11: so Vera, that's a- those are some fabulous ideas and we really appreciate all the input that you guys can give us
10: well um a board of director of uh, Happy Endings Incorporated is going to meet tonight and we're going to discuss all these beautiful ideas you guys gifted us. Thank you so much for listening and uh, entertaining this um, project. So, um, thank you.
6: Very nice. And to that end, uh, (laughs) I think we'll kind of play (laughs) for the night. It's been fun. Uh, I've got to get to... Do some work this evening, and still, <laughs> so uh, we'll catch up later. And uh, I think we'll see you tomorrow, coach. Any other funny comments?
8: Thank mm, you. No, no.
5: Um, I just want to say that I love you all, and uh, even though you maybe see me as a separate person, and all of you consider yourselves separate selves, disconnected, and uh, independent minds and bodies, I know for a fact. That we are all um, God, interconnected, boundless oneness, um, one awake awareness, manifesting as these these individual selves. But in reality, all of those apparent boundaries are false, fabricated by the mind, and don't exist at all. In reality, we're, we're oneness, unity, boundless awakeness, um, and another word well, for that is God. Will this result in me going to sleep anytime soon? Well, I mean, I want to break down any sense of division that people have established here today. You know, one of the reasons I sat out of the conversation is because there's a lot of um, tribal warfare going on in this conversation. Um, And I think Addie felt that, too, and she sat out for the same reason. So I just want to tear down
6: the walls and say, you know, we're all the same thing. Um, I think Addie just didn't want to fund uh, Vera's vacation project.
10: Well, uh, we're also looking for a um, representative of this project. And I think Adi can actually fulfill that role if she's actually agree. Uh, that kind of conversation we would have to take private, of course. Uh, yeah, if you
6: can't beat him, join him, right?
10: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, um, why do we so hostile? There's no beating here. I think we all move in the right direction. And I think um, if she makes the right decision, as we do, that we're all going to have uh, happy endings at the end. Very nice.
0: Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was part two of the two part C5 Space How to Run a Cult. Culture or cult? the same thing, right? Okay. Recorded on Thursday, September 8th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Waking up like a basement dweller Stepped out the door and her braces yelling 2020, what an ugly shit show. Staring at the fucking Rick Roll from the get-go Looking outside, the whole state's on fire The fuck do you expect when you embrace the liars And replace the writers with AI just like us Emaciated models killing bright birds First in, last out, picture me rolling The worst time to cash out, so what you holding The Merc's gonna cash
8: Analyze those situations, what you find is, is that we as humans simply have a profound inability to understand statistics and probability.
0: Stitching these writings, living that life like, who would've guessed, you'd turn out this nice, right? Avoidance stress, that's the motherfucking secret, print that shit on a motherfucking leaflet. I'm just an asshole hooked on the bricks, looking at the rectangles, damn, they kinda thick. We've gone through a whole lot of kings here.
8: I live in New York City where in our harbor we have a statue. If you melt the water ice that's on, on land, the ocean level will rise to reach her left elbow. That takes out all of New York City. And basically every other coastal city that we've spent thousands of years building uh, in the, since the dawn of civilization.
0: Bases